Welcome to the Theory to Action podcast, where we examine the timeless treasures of wisdom from the great books in less time to help you take action immediately and ultimately to create and lead a flourishing life. Now, here's your host, David Kaiser. Hello, I am David, and welcome back to another Mojo Minute. While researching the Greek notion of paideia, which we covered in Liberty Minute number 14, and which Pete Hegseth so enthusiastically unpacked for us in his wonderful book, The Battle of the American Mind. I was researching that notion of paideia as it came up through early and medieval Christianity, and there I stumbled back upon a book that had been recommended to me many, many times. Ideas Have Consequences by Richard Weaver. It was written in 1948, and this book has been on many of conservatives' reading lists for some 75 years. And the main thrust of the book is that Western civilization began its slow decline starting with William of Ockham in the 14th century and his introduction of nominalism the notion that there is no universal truth. And to pull out that little nugget of wisdom, let's go to Weaver's book for the actual pull quote. Quote, Like Macbeth, Western man made an evil decision, which has become the efficient and final cause of all other evil decisions. Have we forgotten our encounter with the witches on the heath? It occurred in the late 14th century, and what the witches said to the protagonist of this drama was that man could realize himself more fully if he would only abandon his belief in the existence of transcendentals. The powers of darkness were working subtly, as always, and they couched this proposition in the seemingly innocent form of an attack upon universals. The defeat of logical realism in the great medieval debate was the crucial event in the history of Western culture. From this flowed those acts, which issue now in modern decadence. While may be accused here of oversimplifying the historical process, but I take the view that the conscious policies of men and governments are not mere rationalizations of what has been brought about by unaccountable forces. They are rather deductions from our most basic ideas of human destiny, and they have a great, though not unobstructed, power to determine our course. And here we get to the crux of the issue. For this reason, I turn to William of Ockham as the best representative of a change which came over man's conception of reality at this historic juncture. It was William of Ockham who propounded the fateful doctrine of nominalism, which denies that universals have a real existence. His triumph tended to leave universal terms mere names serving our convenience. The issue ultimately involved is whether there is a source of truth higher than that, higher than and independent of man. And the answer to that question is decisive for one's view of the nature 
and destiny of humankind. The practical result of nominalist philosophy is to banish the reality which is perceived by the intellect and to posit as reality that which is perceived by the senses. With this change in the affirmation of what is real, the whole orientation of culture takes a turn, and we are on the road to modern empiricism. End of quote. Okay, now that might be a certain mouthful for many of you. (laughs) And maybe philosophy is not your thing. But hang in there with me. Because I think Weaver is on to something. This notion of an idea having life outside of itself is a rather important one. So it should not be easily dismissed. And I encourage you to read Weaver's book. Again, its ideas have consequences because it is a short little read. It's quite dense, though. You will feel like you're trudging through the jungle, hacking away at the the foliage. But to pivot on this notion of ideas, because I totally agree with Weaver's title, ideas do indeed have consequences. And with a little more research and something a little bit more direct and less philosophical, I came back to our old favorite, Jim Jim Rohn, who's the vaunted, who has that vaunted and super packed book of ideas, great ideas. That book's title is Leading an Inspired Life. And I should kick myself because we have only covered two ideas from this great book. Hard to imagine. In fact, we need to include it in the Academy Review membership. It is that good of a book. But I digress. So let's go to the book for some inspiration. Quote, ideas can change your life. And sometimes all you need is just one more good idea in a series of good ideas. It's like dialing the numbers of a combination lock. And after you've dialed five or six numbers, the lock may not come open. But you probably don't need five or six more numbers. Maybe what you just need is one more number, one more idea. Maybe a seminar or a sermon can provide it. The lyrics from a song could do it. The dialogue from a movie could do it. Conversation with a friend might do it. If you keep your eyes and your ears open, you'll find that one last idea you need. And once you find that idea, the lock comes open and there's the door for you to walk through. Just one more idea, no matter where you get it, maybe all you need to open that door of opportunity, end of quote. So let's ponder that for a second or two. One big idea can change your life. And sometimes that's why I'm inspired to be creating these Mojo Minutes for you. If I can change, influence, and reduce one great idea to someone, maybe even you, and that idea then changes your life for the better, this is all worth it. And I should credit my mom for this motivation of finding ideas. 
finding these nuggets of wisdom. She would often tell me, and still does today, you don't know what it's going to look like over that next hill or around that next bend in the road. Just keep working hard and then see what it looks like when you get there. Isn't there so much wisdom in that? Just like Jim Rohn told us, one big idea can change your life. And then, bam, the lock opens. You found the right combination. And last week or two weeks ago, we chatted about paideia and that power in the Greeks paideia. And if you remember, that term meant it was best translated as upbringing or a vision of the good life. So in today's Mojo Minute, how about you? What's the next idea you are seeking? What's your own paideia that you are creating? What's the next combination you will unlock? What's the next 1% improvement you will make in your life to create the vision of the good life? Or as we always say here, the flourishing life. Remember, ideas have consequences. Just how far you go is up to you. Here's to unlocking the big and tiny small ideas that lead to a flourishing life. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this Theory to Action podcast. Be sure to check out our show page at teammojoacademy.com where we have everything we discussed in this podcast as well as other great resources. Until next time, keep getting your mojo on. Are you a voracious reader who yearns for a deeper understanding of your favorite books? Or perhaps you're a busy professional seeking to enrich your knowledge, but short on time. The Mojo Academy 2.0 is your perfect solution. Our revamped service now includes beautifully designed monthly written reviews and PDF format to accompany our popular audio reviews. These aren't just summaries. These are comprehensive and insightful explorations of each book packed with the actual quotes from the book to enhance your understanding. With usually 69 pages per review, they are perfect reference tools to take your learning to the next level. Get your free Mojo Academy review in written format at teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes for that free link. Again, teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes and you will see the link for the free written review. Get yours today.